My name is Ken Thatcher. I'm a compulsive reader. I want to thank Danielle for asking me to speak tonight. It's always a pleasure to be of service. And uh, I want to welcome the newcomer. If you're new or relatively new, welcome to OA. Um, see, my experience, strength, and hope in a general way, right? Uh, let's see, I attended my first OA meeting in Culver City, California, in the Los Angeles area in March of 2002. And um, it was a, a speaker meeting, and uh, it wasn't a stag meeting, but it was predominantly women, and uh, as I remember, and uh, um, attended that meeting for about a year um, regularly, you know, and uh, uh, I went my first year in program uh, without a sponsor. I don't recommend that. I heard people talk about sponsors, and I, I always asked the speaker um, if they would sponsor me at the end of each meeting, but the speaker was always a woman for whatever reason. And they always told me that they didn't sponsor men, but to keep coming back. So that's what I did <laughs> for like my first year in recovery. And, uh, you know, if somebody said that they didn't eat sugar, I didn't eat sugar that week. Or if they said they didn't eat bread, I, I wouldn't eat bread that week. And I lost a bit of weight doing that. But in hindsight, I was, I was white knuckling it, you know, not really. I had a big book <clears throat> and uh, I read it, you know, but I, I wasn't being guided. I didn't have a sponsor. And so anyway, <clears throat> Fast forward from that, I wound up uh, a little bit further south in Orange County, and I started attending the meeting there um, on Bay Street in Orange, and I met a guy named Tom L. <clears throat> we became friends and whatnot, and I started noticing that, so at this point, I had been in program, quote-unquote, attending meetings for about a year and a half or so, but without a sponsor and so forth, and I we had become friends, and I noticed that he was having a, an experience that I wasn't having, you know? And I remember asking him one day um, uh, why that was, you know, what, what was he doing that I wasn't doing? Because I, th I thought that I was working the program and I was showing up at meetings and so forth. And he said, well, he said, he said, uh, do you have a sponsor? And I said, no. And he said, do you have a home group? And I said, no. And he said, have you ever worked the steps? And I said, no. And he goes, well, those three things are very important to one's recovery. You might want to get them. And he told me that his his sponsor was speaking that night. <clears throat> and if I resonated with him, that I should ask him to sponsor me. And so I did. The guy was a very dynamic speaker. And um, so I asked him to, after the meeting, I spoke with him and asked him to, to sponsor me. And he said, sure. And we had a conversation. And one of the, one of the first things he told me, he said, <clears throat> he said, Ken, you and I both suffer from a disease that in all likelihood will kill us both. You know, it was like my my intro to the truth in, in a way. I'd never been spoken to that way. I'd never heard anything uh, with that kind of strength behind it in a meeting or anything like that. And um, he went on to explain to me about the, he read me some passages out of the book and tried to be on some concepts and, and uh, how it was important to be uh, you know, abstinent and what that meant exactly and, and that, uh, that I needed to be entirely abstinent to clear my mind and my body so that I could you know, accept and live by spiritual principles and work the steps. And I said, okay, I follow, you know, what do I need to do? So he had me do a food inventory. And, and uh, so I did that over the next couple of days and we went back and we went over it. And uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was danger foods, iffy foods and okay foods. And the danger foods were the foods that <clears throat> I knew that I, that I overate or binged on. Um, and then the iffy foods were the foods that 
maybe you did, maybe I didn't. And then the, the okay foods were the foods either that I didn't binge on that I didn't like. And so, so I made my list and I went back to him and, and we went over it and he said, well, would you agree that the, the, the danger foods for the foods that you know you overeat on have either flour, sugar, or both? And I said, yes, that's, that's obvious. And, and, uh, and he, would you agree that the, the list that, that uh, the foods that you either don't like or that you don't binge on do not have those substances? I said, yeah, I, I can see that, that pattern there. And he said, okay, he goes, I, what I would suggest to you is that you have a problem or um, an allergy to, the book talks about, which means to have an adverse reaction to um, flour and sugar. So I said, let's start with that. We'll knock that out of your, out of your, your daily eating. And we'll eat three times a day, nothing in between, not involving flour and sugar. And I said, okay. And he turned me on to a, an abstinence that a lot of people still use today. It was I had two servings of oatmeal and a banana for breakfast and El Pollo Loco. It's a chicken restaurant in California for lunch and dinner. And I said, okay. And, and I did that for three days. Um, I got some clarity and I fired him. I said, are you crazy? I'm not going to do this anymore. <clears throat> and uh, I split. You know, And I went on a two-month binge and I gained 50 pounds in two months. Now... Um, now, prior to that, you know, to, to go into Orange County and, and the year prior to that, I, my whole life was a train wreck coming into to pre-program, right? I was losing my job. I was unhealthy. I was smoking. I was drinking alcoholically. Um, uh, I was definitely addicted to food. I was suicidal. Um, and I used to get these infections in my legs. Uh, I used to get cellulitis real bad in my legs, both of them. And uh, the last time I was hospitalized, I almost had my right leg amputated because they couldn't control the infection. It was so bad. And I decided at that, at that time that, that if they did amputate my leg, that I was going to go home and, and shoot myself. So I was going to check out because my life was such a, a train wreck, you know. Um, now, like I say, this is all pre, pre-program, of course. So when I, you know, got a sponsor, got abstinent, fired him, went on a binge and gained 50 pounds, I knew where I was headed. I knew that, that, that my leg infected again, I might, you know, cause me to, to be an amputee and then I was going to check out because still at that point, it had been around in the rooms for almost two years now. <clears throat> I was still unrecovered. I did, you know, I barely had a sponsor. I'd never worked a step. So I effectively hadn't done anything except hung around and went to meetings, you know. So my mind was still, you know, insane. Still is to this day, but it was much more so then. So... I went back to my sponsor and I, and, or the, the, the gentleman I had fired and I said, hey, I, need, I need help. Will you help me? And he said, well, sure. He goes, nothing's changed, Ken. He goes, you have to, let's dive into this book. <clears throat> we'll read the big book. You know, we'll study it. We'll read it page by page and we'll go through it. He goes, I'll take you through the steps. <clears throat> he goes, and at, at the end of that experience, he goes, if you're not happy with the result you're getting or that you've gotten, he goes, you can tell me to pack sand, lose my number and we'll go about our ways. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm down with that. And I, that experience changed my life. You know, um, you know, he took me through the steps. I had the awakening with spiritual nature, you know, through step nine and that uh, changed my life. And uh, there was, there's certain key concepts that he turned me on to that, that I, that I share with my sponsors today that I, I feel in my experience and, and observation and other people in program um, that are, entirely necessary and, and this is outlined in the big book also is that one of course you have to have a sponsor you have to have a guide 
I, I would suggest having a sponsor who has a sponsor who has completed the steps. Yeah, that that um, will increase your uh, your chances of success around here. Um, and you have to be entirely abstinent or sober with the food. You know, an individual that is not sober with the food will not be able to complete the steps thoroughly and thereby have the awakening to a degree that's necessary to offset your disease. You know, <clears throat> and uh, and so we as people in program we have to um, surrender to that. You know, that uh, that the you know the game the party's over, man. You know, you have to surrender. Um, you have to turn your turn it over to your sponsor. You know, they say you know get a sponsor, follow the direction. That that's that's basically it right there. Get a sponsor who knows what they're talking about. Do exactly what they tell you to do. And something that my original sponsor used to tell me, he said that helped me to understand. He said that that um, that my best thinking got me here. That you know, working my way up to almost 500 pounds and all that. That was I did that to myself. I did that thinking that I knew what was best for me and what I thought was appropriate surrounding my life and food. And so, therefore. For me to recover from that condition, I could not be involved in the process. My thinking, anyway, you know, I had to turn that over to somebody else and be directed as to what to do. And um, and if you find yourself willing to do that, then it's highly likely that you'll succeed. And if you don't, the book tells me that that it's just I'm going to ride that <clears throat> that wave into the gates of insanity and death. You know, this this disease will <clears throat> will straight up kill you. If you treat it like the common cold, it's no joke. You know, it's uh, um, it's very effective at what it does. You know, and so uh, you have to approach, um, you know, the program from a from a, a state of surrender. You know, turn it over, abandon yourself to the program, abandon yourself to the the wisdom and guidance of a good sponsor. You know, and ultimately to God, because that's that was another concept that was presented to me that I, that I believe today I show with my sponsors that the program of order readers anonymous is, is the big book of a, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the 12 and 12 of a, um, I'm not a big fan of the OA literature. Um, I've read it, but I don't sponsor my sponsors through it. Um, I've been through the steps several times with three different sponsors and none of them sponsored me through the OA literature. It was just the, the big book in 12 and 12 of AA. That was it. We read other literature outside of that, but that was, that was it for the step work. Um, you know, and, and, uh, and we studied it. I was taught to study the big book like a textbook. Don't read it like a novel. I see a lot of people doing that where they'll read it. And they go, oh, that's, that's interesting. And, and they go about their day behaving the way that they want to. And that's not, that's not going to bring about the desired result. You, know, you have to absorb that information, apply it in your life on a daily basis. You know, again, with, with the guidance of a sponsor, um, and uh, and it's a difficult process. You know, it's, it's very painful by design, as, as I understand it. You know, it's only meant to, uh, well, I shouldn't say be done once, but to be done thoroughly, and to do that, it's it's a cleansing process. You know, and <clears throat> but if if you're new, you know, don't. Don't give up. Don't quit. 
you know, because there's, there's nothing for us out there. You know, that was another thing that I, that I was taught over the years or told was that if you hang around long enough, you will see people die in the rooms because they won't surrender um, to the program. And I've seen that. I've known people that would not get abstinent, would not or could not, the book says. And, you know, they were attending meetings and being of service and they stroked out and are here today, you know, <clears throat> to tell us that relapse is a bad idea. You know, um, you have to get clean with your food and then work the steps under the direction of a good sponsor. That's, that's the deal, you know, and then, and then you turn around and you carry that, you know, um, carry that message to, to other people, to your sponsors and so forth. And to pay back the debt because people shared that information with me, you know, with us, you know, and um, it's very important that we stay true to the big book, you know, because that's, that's the reason why the, that book was written so that the program wouldn't be lost through verbal communication. You know, uh, recently I've heard several speakers in meetings talk about how it's not necessary to have a sponsor. I about fell out of my chair when I heard that. I, I, I could not believe that people were carrying that kind of message in the rooms of OA. That's just ridiculous. It's crazy to me. You know, <clears throat> that's a bad idea. <laughs> Get a good sponsor and follow the direction, man. And and like I say, I can't I can't emphasize this enough. Abandon yourself to the program. Get get rid of your own thinking, you know, and accept. I tell my sponsors, I'm like, look, this is gonna sting like hell. I want to tell you up front that this is gonna hurt. But it, it is doable, it's survivable. And one day at a time you can put your disease in remission by working the program, by working the steps and having this awakening. And it's not all doom and gloom. I don't mean to, to, to say like that, like we're all going to die. It's not like that. Um, but, but the reality is, is that if you don't, if you're here in, in a 12-step fellowship, that means that everything that you did prior failed. We don't get here by virtue. We get here by circumstance. You know? um, we, get, we get beaten down um, into submission. That's where we how people wind up in, in recovery, quote unquote, in twelve step fellowships. So, you know, let it go, and um, and you too, you know, you, you can live a good life. Man. Life in recovery is is a good life. You know, sober life is a good life, and you know this this is the easier, softer way. That's another thing that I've learned is that what I, what I was doing before, you know, carrying that kind of weight and all the health issues and the diabetes and the mental trip that goes along with it and the suicidal thoughts and all that, that that's hard shopping for wheelchairs is difficult you know um you know eating three absent meals a day and attending meetings and qualifying my food and calling some people is easy in comparison you know uh, recovery has given me a very good life i'm also sober in aa um and uh yeah uh, and uh you know, I don't know what else to say. It just, uh, you know, like I say, if you're new, I, I encourage you to get a big book and read it, you know, ask questions, you know, and, and run with the winners. That's another thing I've learned. I uh, was taught in it also in AA is surround yourself with successful people. You know, the herd mentality works really well in 12-step fellowships, you know, but if you, if you, or, you know, the, the loner, you know, and you're, you're coming in meetings late and you're leaving early and you don't get to know anybody, you're highly likely going to get picked off by your disease, you know. So get a good sponsor, work your steps, get abstinent, and recover. You know, it's, it's a good deal. So thanks for letting me share. That's all I got.